Welcome to the Stibbenzang Show. It is episode 17. We have quite the episode for you guys today. We are going to be looking at UFC 261. We're going to be looking at the NFL upcoming 2021 NFL draft. Uh, and we're going to be looking at the Super League. And of course, uh, the NBA playoffs are on the horizon. So we're going to look at some NBA dark horses, potentially guys, seeds that you know don't look as serious as people think, but could do some damage. But as always... First, roll it! Welcome back to the Shiv and Zang show. I'm Shiv That Zang. It is episode 17. Eric, as we do usually for the past few weeks, we cover our fantasy uh, matchups, what happened during that week. Uh, in our Super League, $500 reward. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, season has come to an end for me. Uh, but it continues for you as you have made it to the finals uh, and you will be facing the commissioner of that league uh, for the $500. I made it to the second round. I lost to him in a close matchup, I'd fairly say. Mm -hmm. So, but unfortunate, but in the other league, me and Eric are in another league uh, with some of our buddies and I did beat him head to head in that. So that's always got to feel good, but feeling confident, Eric. I'm pretty confident. I like my team. I have a lot of players that are playing a bunch of games, so I'm pretty happy with how it's going. I have Nathan McKinnon dropped a goal today, but, you know, Nathan McKinnon. Yeah. I like my team, for sure. Well, um, if you do somehow end up winning, the previous two winners of that league will be me and you. you, As, uh, you know, I don't want to toot my own horn here, but I was a Calder uh, winner, of course, winning Rookie of the Year in that league, winning it all as the first year in the league. Eric, uh, you were making the playoffs. This is your first year actually in the playoffs making it, but you were a dominant uh, team this year, and now you're in your first finals appearance. So hopefully you can come out with a win. If not, yeah, you have you're any gonna... advice for me? Any advice? Um, man, advice. <laughs> There's no advice. I, I, I don't know. I mean, the season, the week already started, and um, you already have your players. I remember when I won, I actually benched. Kucherov in the uh okay in my league I think he was playing two day uh, two games but Kucherov was my MVP that season I benched him in the finals because he was only playing twice your lineup was already set so I'd say hopefully my advice would be for you that I hope hopefully you did was that you put players with at least four yeah, games sure. and you try and yeah. stack them up because in the yeah. finals it doesn't matter it comes down to pl- uh games played exactly. if some of your best players only have two games and you're benching them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so at least three or four games you're looking for. Well, uh, my fantasy season's over, as I said. Yours continues into the finals. We'll give, we'll give an update next week, and uh, we'll tell you guys if Eric won it or not, or he choked on behalf of the podcast. We'll see, and that will be next episode. But, Eric, let's jump into to this week's episode uh, with a hot start with UFC 269, where the main event was Kamaru Uzma versus Jorge uh, Masvidal. Eric, uh, this is the second time they fought. And of course, uh, if people th- uh, thinking the first one was a fluke, obviously it was not because Kamaru Uzma yeah. reinstated why he deserved to be the welterweight champion. Um, Eric, what do you think of UFC 261, uh, 261? Oh, UFC 261 in general was, I wouldn't say amazing, right? Because there's a lot of, that mm. happened that was pretty... Uh, strange, dramatic. strange event. Yeah, but in terms of a card... So much that happened. So so many events. 
if you bought the car, it was definitely worth your money. Mm-hmm. It was such an event to watch. Obviously, uh, uh, pretty sad news with uh, Chris Weinman, who actually oh yeah his leg very atrocious. Oh, I'm so, glad. Let's just get into that. I thought we were gonna yeah. bring that up after, but you brought it up oh, now. Yeah. Chris Weinman threw a leg kick, yeah. and when I first watched the video, and people were like, "Oh my god, look at this leg." break or whatever mm-hmm. i was actually looking at the other guy <laughs> i was actually i had to watch yeah, the video okay. twice okay looking at the other guy and i was like okay yeah. when's his leg gonna snap whatever it seems okay yeah. and i'm like okay let me watch it again the second time i looked at chris wyman and he went in with the leg because it's yeah. you, you don't see it as often the guy who throws the leg is getting his yeah, leg exactly broken. yeah so his leg broke and then he like doesn't it know it yet. Yeah, it breaks and then he steps on it. He's yeah, like, he steps on his, his just his ankle rolls because yeah. he doesn't know it's broken because all he's juiced up and all the adrenaline. Yeah, and ooh, it just those injuries, man. Like some of the basketball injuries, like Gordon Hayward oh, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. That stuff. Oh my God, goosebumps. But you know what's kind of uh, I I don't want to say ironic, but uh, kind of what happened was Anderson Silva. I I heard of this. This is um someone broke his leg off Chris Weidman, right? Off Chris Weidman, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and and so much so much with that situation because um, Anderson Silva, the the Uriah Hall who was actually fighting Chris Weidman is actually uh, Anderson Silva's last fight, so he basically retired Anderson oh, wow. Silva. And Uriah Hall fought Chris Weidman as a, in their first ever fight in the UFC. They fought each other, which is kind of crazy too. It, it's just full circle, and it was full circle on UFC two sixty one. Well, yeah, Chris Weidman was definitely potentially maybe the main mm-hmm. highlight of that night but let's look into the main card uh uzma versus mazdaval oh, yeah, exactly yeah uzma wins in the second round uh to knock out and uh he be- not becomes he defends the welterweight uh yeah. champion title he uh now goes to 19 and one and he has nine wins via knockout one via submission and he is on a 18th win streak 18 fight win exactly. streak basically exactly 18 so, yeah. fight win streak What'd you like about his fight? So I, I liked everything. Uh, I was watching it. Hold on, no, I really wanted Usman to. I like Masvidal a lot, but yeah. I just wanted Usman to win. I want to see that. Re, I want him to fight uh, Kobe Covington. I want, I want that to be a big fight. Um, but Usman, I was stressing the entire time. He, even Usman said himself, like that's his first time he came to a fight, kind of nervous. <laughs> Second round himself. knockout. <laughs> yeah, but still, and Masvidal, oh, Masvidal came in pretty poised, but Usman came. Uh, he was wrestling. He had everything going on. He was a little wild with some shots there, but in the end, in the second round, had him, boom. Yeah. And you, you, I don't know if you saw, but there's like mm-hmm. a bunch of sweat. Oh but yeah. Really, it, it wasn't sweat because uh, Usman has long hair, so he dumped water on his head. But when. Uh, but yeah, yeah that yeah. picture I saw, I thought oh, that yeah. was all sweat. Oh, but yeah. um, as we know, uh, Kamaru Uzma, he's a uh, big wrestler when it comes to oh, yeah. his game. Big loves wrestler. to wrestle. Loves to get on the ground. Not much of a striker. As we saw in this fight, though, he tried to change uh, his striking game. As we mm-hmm. saw in the first sure. round, he was mm-hmm. trying to utilize it. He was flailing all around, mm-hmm. and you just couldn't land one. But then in the second round, he really exactly. hit that one. And mm-hmm. so Uzma trying to elevate his game yeah. and pretty much change it, not just become that wrestler, but become a mm-hmm. two-dimensional exactly. fighter. Yeah. And so, um, as you Thank said, you. what's next for him? I'd like to think Colby Covington, too. Dana White Big thinks it's Colby yeah. Covington, too. And... I would love to see that fight. Colby Covington, mm-hmm. sixteen and two, he's ranked second in that division, welterweight, and so obviously uh, that should be the fight 
But as we know, Kamaru Uzma, as he said, he's going to be taking some time off. He said uh, he needs to train, he needs to rest or whatever. Yes, so with his family. we he have no. Yes, yeah, he says his daughter he wants to see his daughter and see his family. So he's going to take a little break. Exactly. So we have no clue when that fight's going to be taking place. But uh, if you were to expect what the next fight would be, I would expect that. So Kobe Covington most likely getting a shot at the title uh, in the next event Again. that they fight. And yeah, basically that puts a book on UFC 261, uh, mm-hmm. Kamaru Uzma winning over Jorge Masvidal. As we move, Eric, to the NFL draft, which is quickly coming up, teams are going to be looking to find a franchise player um, to solidify uh, their teams. Yeah. Let's look at the NFL draft, Eric. Let's look at some you know picks that happened, some trades that went mm-hmm. down. And look at who we think is most likely going to go to that team. I'm like, we're not going to go through all, uh, you know, 30, uh, whatever there is teams in the league. We're just going to look at some interesting ones. I thought I would mention you can bring up uh, some that you want. But um, obviously, first, I'm going to say the first two picks is going to happen. Nothing's going to change from that. So don't expect anything different. Jacksonville is going to pick Trevor Lawrence and the Jets are going to pick Zach Wilson. Anything after that, Eric, is totally up in the air. For sure. It, totally up in the air, okay? Uh, because earlier before, well, earlier a few weeks ago, uh, the Dolphins and the 49ers and the Eagles were actually involved in a trade uh, where it involved the Dolphins trading down because they already have their uh, franchise quarterback in uh, Tua, and so they don't need that, uh, that third overall pick. So they actually traded, um, I believe, their, what was it? They had the third overall pick. They traded down to the 12th pick, right? And the 49ers who had the 12th pick traded up for the third overall pick. And then the Dolphins traded a 12th pick and a 2022 first rounder to the Eagles for the sixth overall pick. So Mm -hmm. Dolphins went from third, 12 to six. Mm -hmm. So the 49ers pushing, obviously, for a quarterback, Eric. Um, I'm guessing uh, they're... Quarterback, I forget who their quarterback is. It's blanking in my mind. I know the name. Oh, Garoppolo. Yeah. Garoppolo. Yes. Obviously, they don't trust Garoppolo to be their star next year, which surprised me. I thought he could be their guy. They they brought it to the Super Bowl. I knew the 49ers is a team that heavily relies on defense, and I thought for that's sure. just going to be their game plan. Mm-hmm. But nothing wrong with trying to get an offensive oh, uh, sure. game plan with the quarter the, the quarterbacks available. And obviously, I think the number three guy has to be Justin Fields. Has to be Justin Fields. I think at the 49ers, they did draft up. I think they have their eyes on Justin Fields. I think Shanahan wants a guy like uh, Justin Fields. Because the fourth overall pick, the Falcons. See, this is where it gets interesting with the Falcons, right? Because they have Matt Ryan as their QB, of course, uh, which didn't work out last year. And so they could be uh, inclined to take a QB or... Or they stick it with Matt Ryan, okay? okay? They got Julio Jones if they don't trade him, and maybe they take a guy like Pitts, Kyle Pitts. Yeah, Kyle Pitts, big tight end, yeah. Big tight end, and then, oh, their offense looking not looking too bad, actually. Okay. You know, Matt Ryan, he has sure fallen off since his MVP season, um, but I don't think it's enough to uh, totally give up on this guy. I mean, uh, Matt Ryan's yeah. still a great QB in this league, and, you know, it depends what direction the Falcons want to go in. You know, they want to get that young QB or they got, or it has to be Pitts. If they're not taking QB, they're taking Pitts. And um, that's what it is in my opinion. I know Jerry Jones was having visions of sweet plums or something, uh, envisioning taking Kyle Pitts, he said. 
with his oh. pick, even though Dallas it needs incredible uh, has incredible need for the, the uh, defense, yeah. uh, especially the cornerback position. And you know, last year people thought they were going to take a, a, a defense a, play, a defensive player, uh, but they took C.D. Lamb. Yeah. So who knows what Jerry Jones is thinking? Um, this is you know the guy's always a big question mark. Uh, but another interesting team at the fifth pick, my Bengals, Cincinnati Bengals. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can either pick uh, Penny Sewell or Chase. You know, I, Eric, I follow a lot of Bengals Instagram accounts. People are torn. I'm telling you, this is not a confirmed pick. This is not a dead-on pick, okay? Oh, yeah, really? the, the fan base is torn right now in between okay. these two. I'd say it's leading uh, Penny, Penny's way when it comes to O-linemen, but a lot of people want to see that reunite of uh, LSU. or um, exactly. was it? LSU. Uh, LSU. LSU. Yeah. Yeah. of uh, Joe Burrow and Chase at wide receiver. So I don't know. What do I want as a Bengals fan? I want Penny. Yeah. I want an alignment because the O-line's so bad. It got Joe Burrow injured, uh, and I want to see some security for his part. And, of course, not only is an alignment good for Joe Burrow, but it's also good for Joe Mixon, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you get those gaps, those you holes. You still and, have, like, T. Higgins. Yeah, the T. wide receiver core is still young. Yeah. Boyd, Higgins. Yeah. Yeah. They just think with Chase, I mean, it would be elite uh, level talent sure. and elite wide receiving core, but they do need men in the front to protect mm-hmm. Joe Burrow. So that's why I think they should go with, but the fan base is torn. I will tell you that. Okay. And Dolphins get next pick. They, of course, take Chase. I mean, this, this, this draft is, it's going to be interesting to watch. For sure, for sure. I mean, if you had any thoughts. Oh, like, yeah, while you're talking, so I was thinking about it. So, I think at third is where the start drafts, right? It starts yes. at three, and which no one has any idea where San Francisco is going. You think it's Justin Fields? I've seen so many outlets saying it's Mac Jones. Other people think it's uh, what's Trey Lance. Yeah, people don't know where it's going. So whoever uh, San Francisco decided to trade up for is where the, the draft's going to start. So I believe uh, I've done my research. I watched Pat McAfee. I, I watched Schefter. Mm-hmm. I watched a bunch of that. I uh, everyone thinks. I think they're drafting Trey Lance. I think they traded really? up for Trey Lance. But I don't know if they traded that high just to get Trey Lance. That's know? what I'm saying. So, it, which is kind of, but what, would you trade that high to get Mac Jones? Not really either. No. Which, maybe Justin Fields, but that, that's tough. Because Justin Fields. Mac Jones is not, you wouldn't trade up that high for a guy like yeah, Mac that's Jones. What I'm saying. <laughs> but if you, if you really see Mac Jones as your future, obviously you'd trade up for him, right? Because yeah. this, this is a very stacked quarterback class. So you, you never know. Where but the 49ers goes. are not taking Mac Jones. It's either going to be Justin Fields or Trey Lance. That's really how I see it. If I had to pick, I'd say it's Trey Lance. But really, okay, okay, okay. I can go either way. Um, four, yeah, for Falcons, I think they're taking Cal Pitts. Um, if, okay. if they do go for a QB, they're going to have to trade Julio Jones, everyone away, right? Because you're basically rebuilding. If you draft a QB, you're rebuilding. That's how I would see it. Yeah, Julio Jones is he's like almost done his prime. Like you wouldn't like keep him around if you yeah. if you like go of Matt, uh, Matt Ryan. There's no point of keeping Julio Jones. Just chain him to a contender mm-hmm. or something, right? And then um, at five, I think you guys are taking Penny Sewell. Yeah. Or Sewell. Because, um, uh, to be honest, um, it's historically proven um, O-line. You'd rather draft an O-line very high than a wide receiver. People sleep on O-linemen, man. Yeah, People O-line sleep on it. It's one of the valuable. most uh, – right guard is one of the most important positions in oh, all of football. In all of football. Yeah. And I've seen Penny Sewell. Penny Sewell's a big boy. Like, oh, yeah. If you look at his stats, like – this guy barely lets any side. Like, this guy is very good at his job. So mm-hmm. I'm very. If you guys get Penny Sewell, that's a steal. I'm telling you, he's very good. Well, I um, mean, it wouldn't be a steal because we are giving up on a guy yeah. like Chase, who would definitely go fair, to the fair. Dolphins next. Yeah, that's who I am. Is that who you have for the Dolphins? 
for the Dolphin, I don't, I don't even know. Because Dolphins, obviously, they're, they're not drafting a QB, right? They, That's why they I think they go wide receiver. Yeah. But people were sleeping on Devontae Smith, too. But, but yeah, so I, think, Devon, oh. I have Devontae Smith going to the Giants. Okay. I have Devontae Smith. Uh, what pick did, what is that? Is that one, two, three, four? Uh, they have 11th. 11th. 11. Yeah. I think Devontae Smith's going to go 11th. And then okay. I think the Eagles with 12th, who probably would want Devontae Smith, are going to have to go with Jalen Waddell. Yeah, they're gonna the have to pick the De- next wide receiver. Devontae Smith, like obviously, like he's really good, but he won the Heisman. But uh, look at this guy. This guy's he's the very, same height as me. Oh yeah, very small frame, and you're bigger. Same than him. same height as me. I'm way more than him. How is yeah. that possible? Uh-huh. Like, he is definitely how, a smaller frame. Yes. This guy's six foot one seventy. Like mm-hmm. how's like I don't understand how that works. But hey, he's been doing the catch. Like he he clutched up. He's a very oh, yeah. good player. Like he's he's proven himself. But what's a very interesting pick? Who do you think? Pats are taking. Do you think they're trading up? Do you think they're staying at fifteen? Yeah, the Who Pats are another interesting team. Uh, I've heard Belichick's interested in trading up for Fields. Um, yeah, okay. If he's really that serious about it, then he's mm-hmm. probably going to have to uh, give a trade offer like uh, the 49ers had to give to the Dolphins. So it was at mm-hmm. their own pick, uh, a third round pick, a first round, two first rounders, I believe mm-hmm. it was. So I don't know if Bill Belichick wants to pay that price. I know, you know, he's spending a lot of money in offseason. He's exactly. traded first rounders before. Hmm. He's willing to do it because I think they could end up getting Mac Jones at 15. Okay. Um, but it really depends on if Bill Belichick really wants to make a big move and get that guy. Like get hmm. that guy, like a exactly. guy like Justin Fields. Because their QB depth is super slim right now. They have uh uh what is it? And what's his name? Cam Newton, and then the other guy. I forget. Uh, 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 Stim- Stim- I feel like yeah. yeah. You you know yeah yeah yeah. They, but basically yeah, their QB situation with Cam Newton last year wasn't that good. Couldn't throw the ball as much, and so I think Bill Belichick, as we know with Tom Brady, he loves to throw the ball, and so uh, a guy like Cam Newton, uh, where he had to uh, basically change the game book uh, to adapt with the guy like Cam Newton to involve more running plays and, uh, and stuff like that in the red line, in the red zone, especially. But, but I think they want we'll a QB. It's, if you look at their team, why would you get so many receivers like Aguilar, yeah. Aguilar like all these, like uh, John New Smith and all, why would you get these players just so Cam Newton, you have Cam Newton as a QB, you know, it doesn't really make that much sense. They're going to draft a QB for sure. Mm-hmm. The Patriots, there's no doubt about it. it just depends who that QB is. Is it going to be Mac Jones or is it going to be someone better? Yeah. We don't know yet. Well, maybe is, that's a trade that happens draft day. And let's be honest, we know one of these QBs are going are gonna to bust 100%. Every year, if you have five QBs, one oh, of yeah. them is going to bust. One of them is going to bust. Exactly. Like it's basically a guarantee. So we just mm-hmm. don't know which one it is. And the thing is, we're talking about Zach Wilson at one, like uh, Zach Wilson two. at two, and Tra- uh, Trevor Lawrence at one, but they could realistically bust too. Like that happened to Trubinsky. Like a bunch of players, like if you're one or two, it doesn't mean that you're going to be a franchise uh, quarterback 100%, right? You can what was Sam, Sam Darnold was? Uh, two, uh, I, I, no, I forgot what he, no, he was. Uh... He was but yeah, but you also have like uh, Rosen, like like uh, Jimmy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like all the, like, there's a lot of, like in the NFL, like a lot of players bust out. I'm not saying that Sam Darnold's a bust, but. I think I think it's the Jets environment situation. Okay. I think he's gonna uh, he's gonna play. He's most definitely gonna play better than he did um, in. Where did he get traded now? Oh, he's at Carolina. Right Carolina, now. that's where it was. Oh. Uh, I think he'll have a better uh, time in Carolina than the Jets. 
And sure. poor Zach Wilson. Honestly, we have to say we have to uh, yeah. be straight up here. Zach Wilson yeah. is going into a negative, toxic environment oh, sure. of the New York Jets, and so hopefully, uh, you know, would have been interesting to see the Jets get the first overall pick and see what Trevor Lawrence yeah. would have done. You know, does Trevor Lawrence still commit for one more year, or uh, <laughs> does he? You know, does he stay in? Uh, does he stay in Clemson, or does he go? Very, very. But luckily, Jacksonville. I'm excited for this draft. And the thing is, usually it only takes like two, three years to see if a, a QB plays well or not. After two or three years, uh, teams give up or. or oh yeah, because QB. of the salary cap situation. Oh, sure. You've I mean, seen it with Trubinsky, Dwayne Haskins got given up after two years. I mean, there's like, a whole argument about, you know, you know, like you, you got Seattle, you got Russ, uh, Russell Wilson, who's making forty million dollars, and he's complaining about an old lineman or uh, an old line that's weak. And obviously, Seattle can't do anything with the cap and go get a guy like that. And so the question is, like, people, there's some people out there that believe that when you draft a QB, right, then you should already be looking into your next QB like two, one, two or three years after, one, one or two years yeah, after, right? Okay, because. Wow. People are saying that you should not be locking up these guys for millions of dollars, right? But the, and basically, really most of your salary cap when you can't fill out other needs. So, but you're yeah. always going to get like a unless Drew you're Brees. Patrick Mahomes, uh, I yeah, think. I think Patrick, like Mahomes, Patrick is, Mahomes. You're going to get a Drew Brees. You're going to get a Tom Brady, Ben, like, like. But I think for, Patrick Mahomes is the only uh, safe case in the NFL. I think everyone else yeah. after that is expendable okay, because man. it's true. I mean. You're locking up a lot of money into these guys, and I'm not saying I agree with that view of you know drafting QBs in the first round, like a new QB after that when their contract expires, yeah. uh, until you find that right guy. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it's uh, it's an interesting, uh, oh for sure, interesting debate. The thing, it, it, it's always like that in the NFL. It's always very like, like yeah. it's not constant because a lot of money goes to these guys. Oh, for sure. So, so, you know, you got to get the right guy. But uh, we'll see what happens there on draft day. Of course, you got teams like the Lions who are in it. Rashawn Slater can go there. Carolina, who could be looking at a cornerback, maybe Horn. The Broncos, you know, the Broncos said they wanted to give Drew Locke some competition. Do they get a guy like uh, like Trey Lance they draft? Like, potentially. Uh, Cowboys, you know, if the Falcons don't pick Pitts, maybe he drops to the Cowboys. I don't know, but the Cowboys should be going out and getting a quarterback. Jerry Jones should, you know, for a minute, relax on the offense. You got Dak, who's been throwing 400 yards, whatever, last year. He'll be good. CeeDee Lamb, like, get like get a cornerback. For, yeah, yeah. Get a defensive player, please. For sure. Giants, Devontae Smith, Eagles, I think Jalen Waddle. And then after that, I think it's like, you know, Mac Jones to the Patriots. Cardinals, probably a cornerback, too. Raiders defense, Dolphins have another pick, and yeah, and then you got the bottom guys. But um, yeah, I think those are some def- definitive picks right there. Uh, but then again, like we said, after two, it could be up in the air. There could be a lot of surprises. Um, let's move on, Eric, from the NFL, and let's go to soccer, a sport we okay. don't cover as much here, yeah, of course, because I really don't follow soccer. Uh, you seem to like it, though. So let's talk about the Super League, Uh, Eric. The Super League, a Premier League. uh, You know, why don't why don't you tell the people for those who don't follow soccer like me what the Super League was or is and was exactly. So the Super League, what it was, it's um, 
so what happens in uh so in Europe so for so for soccer well I'll call it soccer right? but mm-hmm. they want to call it football so for soccer how it works is if you win uh you 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 can win the the title order but if you lose you can get relegated to a lower league so mm-hmm. every there's a there's a bunch of different leagues just like the French league the Premier League, Premier league. which is the which is the the English league mm-hmm. and like the there's a Spanish league all of that right so if you lose you can get relegated to the lower league and if you win you can get uh, 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 promoted to the, yeah promoted exactly so what these teams want to do is all the rich teams so all the teams with the most money so the best teams basically so let's say those best teams if any manchester exactly man yeah. city liverpool yeah. arsenal chelsea tottenham Tottenham. basic Tottenham, basically those teams from the yeah, premier league yeah it, for, from the premier league so they want to join like barca real madrid juventus and all these other big teams and make a team of 12 i believe it mm-hmm. was and I think just just play between them, no relegation, and they for forever they want to do that. Basically, like in the NBA, right? So there's like thirty teams yes. in the NBA. No one can ever leave, right? So that's what they wanted to do, but that's not what so- soccer. There's you, soccer is the like the the most global sport you'll find. There's always uh, teams like going up and down. I don't know if you ever heard about Leicester City. They won the they won the Premier League. They're an underdog team. They barely they they're supposed to get relegated one year. They won the Premier League. Like, there's soccer is literally like, like I wouldn't say a poor man sport, but like it's a sport. Like, yeah, it's like one of those sports. Of it's, course, it, it's not made like people love. Like people dedicate their livelihood to soccer. It's not a sport where money should get involved. Mm. People really don't like that. It's literally just it's like their life. So yes, but money does clearly get involved. Exactly, money does get involved. And what happened was most of those big teams are owned by uh, I want to say Americans. So yeah, they're owned by Americans. And Americans obviously they want to make some money, right? They have everyone investors. wants to make money. Everyone wants to make money. So what they did was if you join that league, you're never getting relegated. You're always playing the top teams. You're always gonna make money. You don't have to give any of your cut to the lower teams. So you're you're good. But what does that do for the other teams in the Premier League? And oh yeah. Viewership, league, fans. Like, yeah, they lose everything and it just ru- kind of ruins the sport, of right? Course. You already have the Champions League, which is a very amazing uh uh tournament and they won't be able to participate. A bunch of them won't be able to participate in a World Cup. So it's just going to kind of ruin everything else other than the Super League. So a lot of people were trying to, of a lot, like I'd say 95% of people were against the Super League. Oh, yeah. And because of that, uh, they decided to, to stop it. A lot so, of yes, people dropped yeah. out, teens dropped out. Exactly. Yeah. So basically, if you look at it through the perspective of these poor, not poor teams, but obviously not these elite teams, exactly, yeah. clearly they they lose a lot of money and uh, TV deals. Basically, uh, if exactly. if they're not playing these elite teams, of course, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, we saw it before happen uh, with the project Big Picture uh, when COVID was happening, and so now teams in uh, the Premier League, uh, the teams that I didn't mention. Manchester, Man City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea, Tottenham. Yeah. They're basically asking all the owners and CEOs of those teams to step down of their current positions because they feel that there was uh, now that there is a lack of trust exactly. and to be able to do negotiations and stuff like that. And obviously, I don't think that these people are overreacting uh, because mm-hmm. I also I, I believe it was um, pretty obnoxious of uh, mm-hmm. some of these teams exactly. to decide to do a Super League. Exactly. Because, you know, as you said, it's big money scheme mm-hmm. uh, and you leave out basically other teams. But that's not what soccer is, yeah, right? Exactly. And, you know, you, you could do that you're with killing basketball. fan bases. Yeah. yeah, you can do that with basketball because obviously 
like it, oh, like most of the population that likes to watch basketball, everyone's in America, mm-hmm. right? Most of, most of people are in the United States. And then, States. of course, you have your other, yeah. your fans uh, in other countries and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but most yes, their hub, yeah. their main hub is in the exactly. the North America. You, 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 I'm telling you, you cannot do that in Europe. Everyone's saying like you, it's, it's just a different sport. You, you just there's so many people around it. You can't just hold it to 12 teams. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's just not possible because there's there's so many leagues. In yeah. So, like. Like so, like you don't like so, like hundreds, like mm-hmm. even I'd say a thousand, like professional teams. There's like probably like hundreds of thousands of professional teams, people that make a living off playing soccer. So you can't just cut that off and uh, let the big clubs get rich, right? Yeah, that that's not what uh, football is about. Yeah, it's basically a, a pyramid scheme, right? Oh, the exactly, the yeah. the top teams help the bottom teams. Mm-hmm, basically, yeah. that's how it is. And if you cut that out, then there's gonna be a lot of trouble. Uh, with mm-hmm. those other teams and their fan bases, and, and especially and with Shadow. COVID, oh yeah, a lot of teams were struggling already, and then you mm-hmm. just, you just say, okay, we're giving up on you. You, you it just that's not how it works. That's not happening. And so luckily, that Super League idea folded. Hopefully, it doesn't come back. I have a feeling it might resurface. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, they cut it off at the legs. We'll see though. Uh, as we move Eric from soccer to the NBA, we were talking a little about the NBA there. Uh, as we said, Eric, we did the. Trade deadline, the NBA playoffs. Everyone knows they're they're coming, they're looming. It's gonna happen. We l- talked about some con- contenders last time. We talked about the NBA. Let's look at, of course, some dark horse teams, teams that you know aren't and uh, doing the best that they possibly could. But people know what kind of team they are. They know that they can do yeah. some damage in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Of course, the term dark horse. Mm-hmm. Let's look at some of those those teams there. Uh, I have a short list here. You probably have a short list. And what I did, not only did I look at the standings, okay. Eric, of the NBA, um, NBA standings, I also looked at uh, the odds and, uh, uh, and everything to win an NBA championship, the 2021 odds of winning a championship. And I picked some of these teams just based on the odds and uh, their, their, favorite, their favors. And I said, hey, look, I, I put some money down on that if I could. And that top of my list right there is the Miami Heat, Eric. They pop as number one on my list. The Miami Heat are a seventh seed in the East. As we know, let's get th- one thing straight. The East is much weaker uh, than the West, I would say, this year. Of yeah, course, you got the Brooklyn sure. Nets killing it in the East, but they're that real threat. But the Heat are seventh right now, so they're not looking too good in the regular season. But, of course, they picked up Victor Oladipo. But listen, this is the, the best part. They have a plus 2,500 chance. Oh. Of winning the NBA title, yeah. plus twenty five hundred. Yeah, the Miami Heat are plus twenty five hundred. That's definitely a team I could see people mm-hmm. betting on uh, to make some damage. The Heat were in the finals last year against LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Okay, they, and they might have even gone better and better. It's yeah. the same team, and they picked up Victor Oladipo, right? Exactly. So I'm saying the Heat, uh, they're seventh seed. Uh, they're facing who this? They would be facing the Sixers. what? The 76ers? So definitely a team I could see the yeah. Heat winning against. Exactly. And that's why I have the uh, number one. But even better are the Denver Nuggets in the West, Eric. They're at fourth seed, but getting disrespected because they have a plus 3,000 chance of winning the title. So obviously yeah. fourth seed, but people are overlooking the Denver Nuggets. Eric, why shouldn't the Denver Nuggets get overlooked? Why Why are they a dark horse? Okay, so for, for the first reason they're a dark well, Obviously, they made it to the Western Conference Final last year. They, they they showed that they're a team that can come back from 3-1 twice. Obviously, against my Utah, we were at that very sad of moment. Of course. But yeah. Jamal Murray, of course. Yeah, Jamal Murray. But out. the thing is, Jamal Murray is out right now. So yes. that's why the odds are uh, – they, they went down. So mm-hmm. Plus 3,000, though. 
Yeah, exactly. But Jokic, Jokic, just Jokic, they have Aaron Gordon. People forget that. And just Jokic, he's an MVP. Oh, yeah. And they have Aaron Gordon. Like Mike, Mike Malone's a great coach. I've on, they can make some noise for sure. They're here as a, what, a fourth, fourth seed. Obviously, right now, they don't have a good matchup because they, they're going to have to face the Lakers right now. But that's yeah. probably going to change up when LeBron's going to come back. But if they have, I'm telling you right now, if they have to face LeBron in the first round, they're probably going to be eliminated. Probably, but, yeah, most likely. If they get the right matchups and and hopefully maybe who knows the Lakers are out you know we never exactly. know we never but they're know. at a plus 3000 obviously mm-hmm. because Jamal Murray's out mm-hmm. uh, for the season but uh, you know I like Jokic like you said I like Aaron Gordon mm-hmm. and so um I feel like that's still a competitive team in the exactly. playoffs especially Jokic playing the way he's playing this season at an MVP caliber mm-hmm. level so I have them too I also have the Dallas Mavericks uh Eric okay. 6 seed plus 5000 odds to win the NBA title you know Luka Doncic Obviously, a superstar in this league, probably the face of the NBA uh, in the near future. Oh, for sure, hundred percent. But of course, there's Chris Staff Porzingis, who is injury prone, always getting injured. He's out right now with an ankle. Uh, but when those two are healthy, Eric, uh, they can do some damage on the court. Um, yep. Probably, maybe the best front court uh, because they're both forwards, mm-hmm. right? So right now, there's six seeds. They'll be projected to be playing the Clippers uh, if mm-hmm. the playoffs were to start. Obviously, they lost to the Clippers in six but, uh, yeah, last year. Close game. But as we know, uh, if playoff playoff P shows up, Eric, we know that the Dallas Mavericks could have a chance if playoff yeah, P shows exactly. up. Because <laughs> uh, playoff yeah. P isn't very good uh, yeah. when it comes. But Paul George having a great season nonetheless. Yeah, you can't sure. uh, diss that. But he does have his struggles in the playoffs, so we'll see. The Dallas Mavericks, I like I like uh, Rick Carlisle. How do you say his name? Rick Carl? Rick Carl. Rick Carlisle. There's like an Rick S and an I-L-E. Rick Carlisle. Rick Carlisle. Rick Carlisle. Rick Carlisle. Rick Carlisle. Yeah. It sounds like there's a W in there. Rick Carlisle. Rick Carlisle. Yeah. Anyway, Jim Carrey. Basically, (laughs) Jim Carrey. Why are we even debating? I like the coaching staff. Uh, I like uh, the team, Mm -hmm. but they are facing the Clippers. So I don't know, but they are a plus 5,000. So put that in mind too. You know, you could put a small bet, have a nice payout at the end of the day. Oh, for the last one, Eric, you might actually laugh at this one. I kind of laughed too. I giggled when I wrote it down. Okay, I want to hear this. I think you might know it though. Okay. But for those who don't, I put the New York Knicks as a Ooh, plus wow. okay. 25,000. 5,000? 25,000. Plus 25,000 chance. 25,000. Yeah, obviously that's, you know. Wait, what? I didn't know that was that high though. So if you put like a dollar on them. Fourth seed oh in the right. East right now. Obviously the East, like we said, very weak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're fourth seed. Um, who's fifth? Are you able to show me? Tell me. Yeah. Um, so I th- believe right now. Oh, it's a Hawks. Hawks. So they, they can beat the Hawks. Hawks. So they can beat the Hawks. They, they can beat the Hawks. The Knicks. Julius Randle playing absolutely insane right now. Uh, their coach Thibodeau. Thibodeau. Tom. Tom Thibodeau. Tom Thibodeau. Tom Thibodeau. What's that remind me of? Thibodeau. I don't know. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Move on. Uh, doing a pretty good job with the Knicks. Uh, Eric, there's been a, a, a change of scenery in New oh, York yeah. right now. And years of sucking by the Knicks. Mm-hmm. And now they're actually going to make the playoffs, Eric. And they're projected to face the Hawks. Mm-hmm. And how crazy would New York be if the New York Knicks somehow end up making the second round? 
You know, that city would go nuts. No, not even winning a title. Basketball. Yeah, whenever even, New York is doing well, it's great for basketball. Not even winning a title. If they can make the second round, that city oh, yeah. will go nuts, okay? Exactly. Uh, just because of the struggles of the Knicks mm-hmm. recent years. They've been god-awful. But Julius Randle and the coaches having the team now, R.J. Barrett, they're trying to get RJ it going. Barrett, yeah. So they have a plus 25,000 chance of exactly. winning. And they're a fourth seed. They're facing the Hawks first round, you know. Mm-hmm. And if they can make it out of that first round, Who's left in the second round? You know, good teams are going to get knocked off, right? Yeah, good teams yeah. are going to get knocked off, unfortunately. And so maybe they could be left, uh, you know, with an ups, a team that upset it. Who knows? Maybe. Right? So uh, we'll see. But that's my short list. Okay. I kind of looked at the teams. I looked at the betting odds, okay. and I found these ones were like, whoa. No. Yeah. Gentile, you know, because then you got the Lakers, the Nets, where it's like the odds are, you know, trash. Yeah. Uh, very low and I was like you can't make money off of that but if you want to make money if you really really want to make money and you're serious about putting a bet I would say look at the Miami Heat take a look exactly. at the Miami oh, yeah. Heat please yes. that is a team that's going to do some damage exactly but for, for me it's the playing rounds makes this so interesting oh yeah playing rounds I, 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 totally, I love yeah. the play I love I totally the playing rounds because you can have like a 10 seed like a, the Raptors oh yeah if they play if they start playing really well in the in, in the playing rounds they, they can have a chance, but obviously, what so, are the playing rounds anyway? It's so the tenth round, and so tenth eight, to tenth to seventh to tenth, so seventh it's four to tenth. So it's four teams in the playing rounds, and then uh, I, I I believe I, I forgot how it works, but basically you get knocked off, and then only oh yeah, it's like a best of three or something. I think yeah, or something exactly, like that. Exactly. I, I I don't like the idea um, no? okay. because you lose two in a row, you you're out unfortunately. Yeah. So you know. Uh, it's kind of unf- like I don't like that. Okay. Right. I, I in the bubble when it was the best of what five, I was like okay three, but no, no, no. So how it worked in the bubble was, it, uh, if you, no, it was a little. This different is a play on. Yeah, the bubble was to play, uh, you know, Montreal face Pittsburgh to be into the playoffs. Right. Oh, okay. You're talking about. Oh, I'm talking about NHL, but NBA. Yeah. This is what it's basically going to be. That basically they're going to fight yeah. in a mini series to yeah. be into the sixteen team yeah. playoffs, and. Um, that's why in the bubble, as I was saying, the NHL bubble, when it was the best of five, I was like, okay, whatever. It's going to cheese some teams. I think Pittsburgh felt like they got cheesed because yeah. of Carey Price, how he played. And so I feel this, there's going to be like, you have Luka Doncic, uh, Luka yeah. Doncic uh, Mark Cuban defending his own players, saying that this is a bad idea for the NBA. But the thing is, this one's a little different because for Pittsburgh, they didn't know they were going to have to play in, in a plane run. These teams knew ahead of time. Well, no, wanna... whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's let's make sure one thing. The, the NHL was off for two months when they when uh, COVID hit, right? And I believe the play-in round. No, I mean, uh, remember when the season ended before they went to back playing? Yeah. It was like yeah. two months or something. No, 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 no. I'm but I'm saying they like like Pittsburgh. There was teams... a good amount of time when Pittsburgh knew they were going to face Montreal. Like they knew no, no, Carey no, no, Price. No, was no I I know this. No, what I was saying was. Pittsburgh wasn't playing really well in the regular season to not be in the playing round. You know what I mean? Oh, okay, yeah. So these teams, if you're a six seed, you want to play really well to not be. Able, oh yeah. You don't want to be in the playing round, and oh, it's yeah. good for these. It's really if you think about it, this is really good for tanking, right? If you're mm-hmm. an 11, 12 seed, you're like, oh my god, I don't want to tank. I, I, oh, I yeah. want to. I want to maybe maybe make it in the playing round. Yeah. And it's good. Whenever your team can make it to like a tournament game, is always good for business. It's always it's just it's good. It's just a good vibe, you know. So yeah. that's always good, but if if uh, I'm gonna start with my dark horses now, I don't. Know. Okay, I I think you wanted to say something. So just... I just think like, uh, you know, yeah, you said it stops tanking, whatever. Yeah. I just think when it has a team's whole fan like fan base, whatever the whole mm-hmm. the organization is on the line in a yeah. mini series, and you're playing a whole season, not a whole season, but a fifty whatever condensed schedule fan, game. Yeah. 
and then you're out in whatever two games or something like that it's i i would understand why players and teams are like no this is a bad idea but anyway the dark horses yeah so my dark horses i have very similar one Uh, i'm not gonna like miami obviously i have the same one but for the east i'm gonna go with the wizards I'm telling you, they, oh, yeah? I think they're on an eight-game win streak right now. Okay. Like, they have Bradley Beal. They have, uh, obviously, Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. So, just those two. That's one of the best backcourts in the league, if you think about mm-hmm. it. Like, that's a very good team. So, um, I, I don't know if you have their odds, but uh, definitely. I, I did not. I can yeah, check but, it there. Uh... No, but, yeah. But definitely, because they're in the Tennessee right now. So, if they play in the playing rounds. They can maybe play make make a push, but obviously I don't believe they're gonna make they're gonna the win. The Washington Wizards. Yeah. Hold on, let me count my zeros here, Eric. Okay, there you go. <laughs> they have a plus one hundred thousand chance. So they have basically a thousand to one chance. My God. A thousand to one. Yo, put one dollar on that, bro. <laughs> put one dollar on that. Like I'm t- obviously I don't think they're gonna win, but just watch out for them. I believe they can make a push. Um, yeah. Another dark horse. I'm not. I'm just gonna go over them. Celtics quickly. I think they can. They're the, they're the six seed right now. I think they they have a chance. They have a really good team. Uh, re- very well built. Brad Brad Stevens, very good coach. I think that's why I didn't put them as a dark horse. The Celtics, because I still think everyone knows they're a dangerous team. Yeah, yeah, even yeah though exactly. They're six. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but in the West, you know what team that always goes far in the playoffs and always very dangerous? No, Portland Trailblazers. So, okay, I thought you were gonna say Utah for a second. No, no, obviously Utah. We're the number one team. <laughs> the number in the one team. We're definitely not a dark horse. I, let's not talk about. Yeah, let's not talk about Utah. No, let's not talk about their playoffs. Uh, yeah, yeah. You don't. Know, all right, but Portland, of course. Yes, Portland. as always. Yeah, they made the Western Conference. I mean, as always, yeah, Dame, Dame, CJ, CJ, and they have Norman Powell. Norman Powell is playing did good. Did you hear about what they did for Norman Powell when he came? They, no. they got him a mansion. Apparently, they got him a mansion. They got him. Like every, they asked him what his favorite color was, a bunch of things, and they they put that. Oh in yeah, they want to well, resign they, this guy. Oh, they really want him. And oh, people, they want to resign yeah, him. People were saying if he doesn't resign, that means Portland will never be able. If if they can't resign Norman Powell by spoiling. Him, oh my God! Yeah, they, they'll never be they'll able never to keep resign. anyone. Exactly. So that's what they're talking about. Unless, of How course, could, Dame, who's very loyal and committed to this franchise. Exactly. Exactly. But they also have Yusuf Nurkic. Like their team is really good. Yeah. And they always make a they always make a push in the playoffs. Like. Like I'm telling you, like Dame playoff Dame is real. Dame yeah. is probably one of the clutchest players in the league for sure. Uh, another another team in the West. I'm just gonna throw out two names out here. Real quick, Eric. Portland's odds fifty to one. So okay, not as it plus five thousand though, fifty yeah. to one odds. Exactly. Um, another dark horse. The the Golden State Warriors, man. That's what I was thinking too. I was gonna put them in too. Like right now, they're a ten seed. If they go in the playing round and they. Uh, they, you know, they start playing well. Yo, they got Steph, Steph Curry. Curry. Exactly. Draymond, Kelly Oubre, Andrew Wiggins. James Wiseman kind of bummy. Well, as we know, Kelly, Kelly Oubre not having yeah, the best yeah, season. Not having the best season. Um, but people underrate Andrew Wiggins. This guy is very good defensively. He, obviously, he's not that number one overall pick. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't, he didn't tap into his potential. But he's a very good player. He'll give you like 17, 18 a night. Play very good defense now. So... You can't really complain there. Golden State has a 150 to 1 chance, so plus 15,000. Okay. And la- last one I'm going to throw out there is the Memphis Grizzlies. Ooh. They have Jaron Jackson Jr. back. They ha- Their team is so nice. I'm telling you, they have John Morant, Dylan Brooks, Jonas Valanciunas. 
yo, I'm telling you, their team is disgusting. Oh, yeah. Well, if you think their team's disgusting, Eric, you're not going to like uh, who they're going to have to face in the first round is the Utah Jazz, Eric. Yeah, I know. You're, 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 okay, ooh, dude. so wait, wait a second. <laughs> okay, that, no, are you, what are you make, telling the fans, Eric? No, no, I'm just <laughs> you're you're going to tell them to bet so they can lose no, no, to your team? No, no. <laughs> exactly. Obviously, Utah, no one's, Utah's winning the championship this year. So it's, it's don't worry about so that. Wait, so. wait, hold on. Let me understand something. This seven to whatever is a playing round. So yeah. Wow. So it's not even one to eight's locked. It's not even like no. It's one seven, to six locked. Yeah, one to six is locked. Yeah. So seven to wow. 10. So we don't know, even know if Utah's going to face them. Exactly. They got to so, face the player now. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Hey, but I mean that's insane. You can go from potentially playing uh, Memphis to having to play Steph Curry in the play, uh, first round. The, the thing with that is the thing with like the eighth and ninth seed. Usually, what happens is it's always like one or two games off, right? So the eighth seed may, might have one more win. But if you look at the like their schedule, that's one of the schedules might be a bunch of easy teams or hard teams. Like, oh yeah. You, so a, a good way is if you're really close to making the playoffs and the other like just to see who is better. I, I feel like the playing around. Obviously, it doesn't it doesn't do too much harm, but obviously, you believe otherwise. You believe that uh, I just think teams should get a chance. Every team deserves a chance, and like if you lose two games, that that's it. That's all you're gonna get. Okay, but that's the playoff. The playoffs you lose. Yeah, but at least have a best of seven series, you know. Fair, fair. So that way you have a chance. But you can't. You know, back in the day, um, the playoffs for the first, I, I believe, two rounds, it was best of five. So yeah, but especially in a sport like basketball, especially in a sport of basketball, where usually it's like. When my five's better than your five, mm-hmm. it's over. Exactly. As we saw with Golden State back in their dominant years. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I mean. Like in the NHL, like, oh, anything could happen. It's hockey, right? Anything could happen in hockey. You don't know. You can't. It, it's so hard to bet on hockey. But basketball, usually it's five. My five's better than your five. Exactly. And so we're going to win. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I think a lot of players are like, okay, well, you know, this team's better than us and they have better players and. We're just going to lose in a few games. Like They're going to have to come out hard, some of these teams, mm-hmm. and, and really like play for their lives because that's it, what it's, it's going to be. Like, if you think about it, like the NCAA March Madness, this is a tournament. Yeah, like, well, never, football too. Yeah, same thing. One game, you're know, out. Yeah, you never know what happens. Like, it's, it's, that's what, that's what yeah. they're trying to bring to basketball because you don't want it to be too – like basketball usually it's like it's kind of you already know who's going to win and it's it, – it, you kind of – you yeah, but think about that. this. Think about the good teams. Like, think about the 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 not the good teams. I'd say, but like Portland, man, seventh seed. Imagine them getting knocked down the playing round, yeah. like by by a, a team like the Spurs or something, or or, or Memphis, or yeah. I mean, Golden State's gonna be a tough match. Whoever has to face Golden State's gonna be a tough matchup, right? Mm-hmm. I feel sorry for them, but um, yeah, I just feel unlucky for some of these teams. But it's it's good for business. I'm I'm gonna watch the, the it's like the wild card game uh, for baseball right yeah it's pretty similar people like like it's it's inter it's interesting it's like one game like you just, you're gonna watch it it's 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 gonna be mad hype and and you don't know what the outcome is so I, mm-hmm. I just feel like it brings something to the game kind of like this what uh, football brings to the game where the reason why people like watch more football than basketball is because football is one game. All you have to do is show up to that one game. Basketball, uh, you don't I think people games. watch football because some people are psychopaths and okay, they, they live <laughs> for hits okay. and okay. big hits and stuff. They live for violence. So, I mean, you see guys go out there and hit each other. I mean, everyone's going to watch it once a week too, especially. Do you think if 
the NBA Finals was one game. It w- it wouldn't do the same. Would you think it would do close to the numbers that uh, NFL? Oh, I mean, I, yeah, I it'd be so. inc- in, insane numbers. But like yeah. that, that that would be this. The NBA would never do that. One no, game no, in the no, NBA no, Finals. No, so that, you know how much money yeah, you'd I lose. Know, I know, I know, I know. But I'm just saying, if yeah. you did do one game, if it was hypothetically one yeah. was one game, hypothetically speaking, I probably would have already accepted that mm. because maybe it was like some it already happened or some last year or something like that. But if the NBA somehow next year was like, yeah, we're doing one game for the NBA finals, people are going to be like, what the heck? That's the stupidest thing ever. Yeah, no, no, but, I'm just but obviously that's why at March Madness, people are accustomed to that one game, right? It's been exactly. going on for years. Teams know they have to prepare themselves for that one game. Then you just throw this playing tournament at teams and you're like, oh, wow. That, that wasn't their mindset at the beginning of the season. You know, to, yeah, to, but, but you know, you know, you don't want to be in those seven to 10 seeds. Uh, I know that's true too. You know, don't, don't put yourself in that situation. That's exactly. also true. But it's also nice if you're a nine or ten seed. You're like, okay, so now yeah. I have a chance at least. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah. There's always gonna be both ways to look at it. Exactly. Obviously, people are gonna be pissed. Some people are gonna be, of course, people are gonna be happy about it because it gives them a chance. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not a fan. I'll say that. Okay. Sure. But uh, doesn't matter if I'm a fan or not. All right, because it's gonna happen. Uh, with the NBA playoffs uh, soon happening. And Eric, that's going to do it for another episode of the Stib and Zang show. We covered USC 261, talked about the NFL draft, Super League, and we did some NBA dark horses. We'll be back next uh, uh, Wednesday for another episode of the Stib and Zang show. Once again, thank you for watching. Uh, if you're l- watching on YouTube or listening on Spotify, and we'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Peace.